Yay. Words and things. To do what? Said words and things. Words and things. Yep. Is it? Is it on now? Uh, yep. There oh, it is. Yeah, the microphone was yep. off. There we go. Yep. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and everyone in between. My name is Jordan Fraley. And I'm Lucas Tun. You're still yeah, on you screen. Are. Yeah, I know, because <laughs> you're on the edge over. of your fucking... Jesus Christ. We I have the thing for a reason, Jordan. Frame. Look at my side of the thing compared to it's yours. It's not my fault the table's weird. It's not... T- the table has Shut up, changed. Jordan, to say your thing. <laughs> Welcome to the SYP podcast. <laughs> yeah. I forgot I was going to do the yeah you are, but you cut me off. But yeah, so I missed... Yeah, I did. Yeah, I missed out on last week. Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, but, you know, William and Lucas did a, a good job. You know, they fucked up the intro and the real shit lasted two seconds. <laughs> so what there's can I that. Say? We don't have a ton of drama, Jordan. Yeah, everyone does. Mm. Everyone does. There's no one that's drama free ever. That's very true. Yeah, but yeah, if you're new to the podcast, basically we uh, talk about the, which is another thing y'all did last time that really threw me off. I'm like, they're just gonna skip the the news. We get back then, to it <laughs> eventually. We started talking about uh, film news that's going on here in Knoxville, Tennessee, and then we review a movie that we picked out of the hat last week. Which last week you'll know he forgot the hat. So we ended up doing uh, Bo Burnham's Inside. Yep. The special that came out in 2021 and is tied for my favorite media that came out in 2021 with Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah, it's actually going to be a, a good review. So It is. But yeah, and then after that, we get into the topic of real shit, which I think those two are going to kind of bleed together a lot. I don't know. It's yeah. going to be interesting. And then we pick a new movie out of the hat to review for the next week. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the layout of the podcast, so... If you're new, thanks for joining us. And if you're not new, well, I'm sorry. Why are you still watching? Yeah, <laughs> you know what's, what's the appeal or listening? Oh, uh, well, speaking of listening, <laughs> those two episodes that weren't up on Anchor. Shut up! Jordan. Are they still not on Anchor? They're still not on Anchor. Holy shit! <laughs> They're gonna get a triple release next week. Jesus Christ! Triple feature. Oh man! Nice. So yeah, uh, news going on with. Film. Um, fuck. I wrote some more on The Shape 2, and oh, it's such a good scene. <laughs> it's such a good scene. And it's so simple to do, too. But it's going to mindfuck the audience like no other. Is this the one you already told me about? Yeah. Yeah, that one is a really good scene. We should get to something we can actually talk about. I know. I know. And it's like super you know, close to the beginning, too. So... It's going to be a wild ride of a film. But uh, other than that, I'm assuming everything else as far as like the Butterfit and stuff is kind of on hold because we really don't know what all is kind of going on with that. I haven't even talked to Brian since that one day. I mean, I have, but it's just been like, hey, what's up? Because I haven't really seen him. Mm. Uh, (laughs) So there's no telling with all that stuff. Yeah, I guess in my news, basically me and John, we went out to... A location that we're going to be shooting at in a few weeks that we got some test shots of. Oh, yeah. This location and I guess my character in it, which holy shit, these test shots turned out really good. Yeah, they did. Which I'm not going to put them up on screen just because I, I want everything about this short to remain a little bit more under wraps just because it is. A really exciting project that I can't wait to start actually shooting on. Yeah, we're supposed to actually start shooting on it sometime this month, but due to you know scheduling and adulting, um, mostly adulting. Yeah, uh, then we kind of have to put it off a little bit, but it gives us more time to actually not just be like, "Hey, we're going to go out and shoot this random thing," mm-hmm. <laughs> and have no idea. Like uh, another news I got is on Saturday, I'm going to be going down to uh, Teleco with Jedi's people. And we are going to start blocking out a, uh, I think it's supposed to be like a seven minute one take. Jesus. Which, he was like, yeah, you're really good with the camera and you have a gimbal, so we need you. Seven minute one take, you cannot fuck that up. Oh, that's <laughs> why we're doing all of this prep. Yeah. Like we're going to be setting up which part of the 125 acre lot mm. we're going to be using. 
Jeez. and just like blocking everything out, making sure we get the beats down pat for it. Yeah. Like it's going to be a long day. Yeah, but I'm excited for it though. Yeah, it should be good. I, I hope I find some snakes on set. Cause mm, probably will. Probably will. It's Teleco. So. It is Teleco. Yeah. Like, You'll find something. I might find, I might find a uh, Teleco salamander. There you go. That would be the place to find those. I don't know. They might be in uh, Sewanee too. Who knows? Who knows? Salamanders. Eh. Yeah. I mean, just look on the wall. We got some. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. But yeah. Um, mm. So, Captive's been, what you been put doing? on hold. Yeah. What, what the fuck was that? Well, it <laughs> was, like you weren't just. No, I was getting somewhere. Okay, I had to so, think about yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. Captive's kind of been put on hold to I, uh, which I'll get into this into the real shit. I kind of started a new job, so as you can tell, he does not look the same. I'm not wearing the hoodie. <laughs> That's why I'm not wearing the, the hoodie. That and it's eighty fucking degrees outside. Hey, the hoodie's your whole identity, man. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know either. Now this is. Yes, my stomach made a weird sound. It, did it agreed with me. <laughs> Huh, yes, this is quite the uh, look for you now. <laughs> yep, but uh, yeah, other than that, I think that's about all we kind of got going. I just been mainly focused on work and you know the film stuff. Of course, we got the gifted coming up nineteenth uh, and twentieth of May. Yeah, which we're super excited about that. And depending on how things go, we might still be. I know they're shooting in June or July. I don't know. I got to talk to August up in like Pennsylvania. So I don't know if we're going to be Pittsburgh part of that Philly. or not. God damn it. Well, I, how did I get that wrong? Because words are hard. I was thinking of like uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, just the only city I know in Pennsylvania besides Gettysburg. <laughs> and not not Philly, Pittsburgh. Not Philly. <laughs> oh oh <my> boy. <laughs> August get... is listening to this. He's like, "Yep, he's not on this." <laughs> and you're oh done. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, speaking of shoots, though, on June third we have a shoot. Oh yeah, we got to shoot a what? That's that's going to be a that's going to be interesting a- thing. We're going to have to get to like three. Or, we're going to have to do what we did with Love Corey, but like a lot, get there a lot earlier, so we can plan out every other option. Because what we're used to shooting, it's not like she walks down the aisle and you fuck up your angle. You can't be like, all right, cut. Can you go back to one? <laughs> No, Can't then really you just royally that. fucked it up. <laughs> Can't really do that. So we're going to get there like four hours ahead of time and just block out every possible option on what we could do with <laughs> everything. Because that, that's yeah. one, like filming a wedding is just, you have to be on. I've never done it, but I've been to weddings and I'm like imagining what I would do if I was filming it. And all, every single time there's like, what the, why are they doing this? What, what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> and like with this, like it's, uh, we got to do the wedding and the reception, but that's a five hundred dollar payday for one day's work. Yeah, each. which we need that. Yeah, we do. You need it more than I do, but fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> but... The only re- the only way I could see us not being like stressed beyond belief filming this wedding is if like Open someone no well I mean yeah, <laughs> that's gonna help. Um, <laughs> But is if, you know, they say, does anyone disagree with this or anything else? And someone speaks up and then all of a sudden all the drama unfolds and like maybe she runs or she doesn't show up. And we just start up. shooting it like The Office. Exactly. <laughs> just like, ooh, drama, it. not happy shit. We love this. We know what to do here. We'll get a gimbal shot of the bride coming down the aisle. You have the drone, obviously. Yeah. Making it super loud and obnoxious. Yeah. Just following her car as she like bolts. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a cop chase scene. We get in the car, follow that. You're still in the passenger seat. I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> drone chase. Yep. Oh, man. See where this bitch is going. We got to, man. But yeah, so we got that coming up, and I think that's about it. It's going to be a busy year. That it is. It's just... At least a busy few next next few months. Well, it's it's going to be a busy year. Because October is. starts the shape, too. Yeah. And then, I don't know, maybe, possibly around August, September starts the Night Seekers? I think so, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Let's say, yeah. Yeah. That's it, August. That's your timeline. The people now are expecting it, so. We're going to be on your ass about it. <laughs> All we have to do is show up and act. 
<laughs> he has to do everything else. <laughs> like we like he did last time. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. We win anyways. Yep. But yeah, so going into the movie review, I'll say this. Bo, Bur- Bo Burnham doesn't even rank in like my top ten comedians. Because you just, you have to, you really just have to be in an already kind of happy mood to watch him and enjoy it. And if you're just not, it's almost annoying. <laughs> I always did kind of find him annoying. But with this one, it was different. <laughs> so I'm going to say this. like The only thing I had seen of his before Inside wasn't any of his actual comedy specials. It was his Vines. Oh, yeah. Because that's how Back it when started. That was a thing. Yep. And I went in. I really enjoyed those. Just because, like, Vine is... A million times better than TikTok. Don't even try to justify anything else. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that if it was, it'd still be going. Mm. Yeah, I don't think that's how that works. But either way, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And going in, I was like, oh, the funny Vine guy made this uh, thing on Netflix. Yeah, I'll watch it. Everyone's giving it pretty good reviews. And uh, yeah, um, mm. I was like, from the moment the movie starts... He does this musical number called Content. Mm-hmm. Starts with really catchy bass line, really good like instrument work, and really good vocals on top of just visuals that I was not expecting for this. Like he has the shot starts out really simple. He's just sitting there in a dark room with a light on him with his headlamp on and he just starts singing, but as soon as he hits the climax of the song, he turns on the headlamp and looks up, and it mm-hmm. hits a disco ball. Yep. <laughs> and it just starts spinning around, and I'm like, holy shit, I was not expecting any of this. No. And that was basically the perfect intro to this movie. Yeah. Because, I mean, he shot every bit of it just in his apartment with no help. Yeah, it was shot, edited, directed... It's a one-man show. <laughs> yeah, it's a one-man show in every way possible. And, like, going back and watching his older shows after this, like, those are more, like, theatrical pieces. They're a lot more, like... They're still very impressive on a stage show level because mm-hmm. he practices them and gets them timed down to the second. Oh, yeah. Like, if he messes up one time on this, it's very hard to... Uh, recover from that sort of precision timing yep and like it's a very different form of comedy with this show and i'm gonna keep calling it a comedy for now because the first half it really is it uh, is and then it takes a turn as soon as it hits the intermission it takes a turn oh god yeah it does so let me just hear some of your thoughts on this no, so I was watching it, and it was typical Bo Burnham kind of stuff at you know the beginning and everything, and then it just got dark because he's just talking about how he's been working on it for so long, and there's a scene where he's like tries to get through saying that it's been taking him so long, and he just fucking snaps and starts throwing his shit around and goes towards the camera and says "fuck this" and just. Oh, I mean, he's just locked up in his room. He's not going outside doing anything because this is all taking place during COVID. Yeah, 2020 to 2021. Yeah. So the height of the pandemic. Yeah, and then he's telling jokes, too, that, you know, no one can respond to except for him. (laughs) Yeah, it's a very different type of comedy than he's used to because, like I said, with the stage show, he gets that immediate sort of response to any of the jokes like he tells a joke and the audience laughs letting him know that yes this is good work that he's doing and yes it is worth continuing to do yeah it gives you that immediate validation that just recording something and then waiting months after months to finally put out there does not give nope and one thing i noticed like he turned off comments on most of the songs that he put up on YouTube. Oh, I didn't know that. So, like, at this point, like, he's just solidifying the fact that, like, going in and looking for that sort of response is only going to be detrimental. Oh, yeah, no, it always is. 
It always is. I mean, that's why if you're like a creative person, and you, I mean, this is kind of like my takeaway, which I feel like he captured it very, very well, is if you're the type of person that is creative, not just comedians, but it could be filmmakers, whatever, you're artistic in some way, shape, form, or fashion, then, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking with my hands. Yeah, just sorry, it looked funny. <laughs> <laughs> I do that from time to time. I have to for the video audience, otherwise it's just, you know, yeah. The ADD people, I gotta, you know, just, you know, so he's just... <laughs> But no, he's 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 going through this whole entire thing. He doesn't have any of that validation. It shows the mental strain and where it can take you in a very dark but real way when you don't have the validation that has been the fuel that you've been trying to that, that's basically kept you going. And then you have to basically hit a point where you ask yourself, well, "Why the fuck am I doing this?" And that on top of the forced isolation that the pandemic pushed on so many people, it just exemplifies every bit of that loneliness and isolation that like doing this already would have already had but it just turns it up to 11 oh yeah no definitely which i mean during the pandemic like i mean a i didn't have a lot of friends the ones i did we just went out and did herping shit and we still hung out and it was like nothing new it's like oh well i have to wear a mask okay cool but i mean other than that i still went out and about and did be fair though did shit He's also in Los Angeles. Yeah, I could see that being a pain in the ass. Where that shit was literally on lockdown. Yeah. here, we had like two days of enforced lockdown. Which I don't even remember. I don't think I ignored those and still went out. (laughs) Well, yeah, I was an essential worker in quotations. I don't see how working at a car wash is essential, but... You know, people gotta make sure that... Their cars look good for the no one that is walking around the neighborhood. Yeah, I don't get it. And then, like, whenever I was working there, a lot of it, our the people that came through actually increased. Probably because they were just desperate to do something. Yeah, I. And like, as soon as it hit, all my classes at college went online. I stopped really learning anything from those. Mm, yeah. Like, basically, outside of, like, herping, I had absolutely nothing to do. Mm. So that's where I just started putting all of my eggs in that basket. And that's when I did, like, weekly videos for, like, two years straight. Yeah. And that really put it... And then The Shape was born. Oh my. No, The Shape was born eight months after. Well, it was still in 2020. Well, yeah, in October. <laughs> that piece of shit. two-week shoot. <laughs> Imagine having a two-week shoot on something. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. But like, we don't know I, how to do that anymore, no. Yeah, like I stopped seeing a ton of my friends around that time just because, like, I was g- really going to college to try and get more connections after high school. Mm. And that got extremely robbed. Yeah. Because of the pandemic. It didn't bother me because I was like, hey, I can go out here to, to Walmart and just throw my mask on and there's no one in here because people suck. I will I say, liked not having a lot of people around. It was in, very enjoyable for me. <laughs> it was... There were ups and downs. Like, I knew a lot of people that got, like, really sick from COVID when it first started. Mm, yeah. Like, especially older family members. Where it was actually a pretty big threat for their health. Oh yeah, and I mean, I get, I get all that, and I have empathy for all that. No, like that's, it, it affected everybody differently. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, because I never got vaccinated. I know cancel culture. And Come I got at vaccinated me. Vaccinated three times. Yeah, never once got vaccinated. Give me the fourth one. Just give it to me. I'll drink. Lived it if I with. Have to. What was it? Cody had it when I lived with him. He accidentally coughed in my face. And then they're there. I know, and so I didn't get it. And then mom and my sister had it, and they just refused to do anything. So I was like, "Well, fuck it, whatever." Still didn't get it. They felt like shit. I'm like, "Hey, sun came up. Let's go do some shit." Oh, I actually I was working at Walmart, so I still got like two weeks paid off. So it wasn't the worst thing in the world. Actually, whenever I got COVID, I felt horrible for the first five days, but after that. I was just sitting in my room doing nothing for 
the rest of the two weeks. And that was the most I ever got paid while working at CARM because at that point I was at CARM. It was a year after COVID. Everyone's favorite so, thrift store. Jesus Christ, that place was horrible. That's the worst. <laughs> I keep saying that, but no, Food City was the worst job I ever had. But, CARM was a good second close. But on that note, you know what's funny? Hmm. We're supposed to be reviewing a movie. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It, this is very close to home with the movie. It is. It is. It, it goes. It ties into. Like it. without the pandemic, there wouldn't be that movie inside. Yeah, no. Because we'd all be outside. Yeah. Well, we we were still outside. Yeah, we were. I mean, that's the benefit <laughs> of like that's the one good thing that I can say happened is I met Zach and Paul in 2020. I met Jacob at college. He's the only thing that I got from college, really. That's fair. But, yeah, like, met them. And I'm the only thing you got from YouTube. Pretty much. <laughs> Actually, no, Zach, he recognized me from YouTube. That's how I met him. Oh, nice, yeah. But like, yeah, the uh, the pandemic wasn't fun because, like, at that point, that's when I really started, like, gaining a whole lot of weight, too. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's when I hit the uh, ATL, as Bo called it, not not Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, all time low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'd say it, you know, it, it's a solid. The fact that you did all these things, um, which as a filmmaker going into it, there are some things where it's just like you know how much work it went into it, and there are certain aspects where it's like you know that blew people's minds, but you're over here like that was that was. I don't want to say like a simple edit, but it was basically just one take, <laughs> and then he just broke it up into four, and then just had the timing right to where it seemed like he was interacting with each different one. Because by the time we got to the other three, you know, the reaction thing, you got up to the other ones, you couldn't hear what they're saying. Yeah. So it didn't really matter what they said on the last two. So really... Well, since... you already heard what they said on the last two. Well, yeah. But, Yeah. But yeah, I mean, to me, it looked like that that was a pretty simple edit. Um, Just timing on getting that stuff right and then not getting distracted and, you know, making sure you memorize everything that you said because you had to memorize a whole fucking monologue. (laughs) Several? Yeah. No, it's just the one. It's just the one. Hmm. It's just the one take that you initially start off with and then the other one pops up. No, I'm talking about throughout the movie. Oh, yeah, well, throughout the movie, yeah. Not just in the one thing. No. With, um, it really would help for you to see the, uh, like, the outtakes, too. Mm. Because it adds a lot of extra context to everything going on as well. And just gives you a lot more insight into it. Insight into inside. Ooh. You know, (laughs) words. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it was, uh... It was a solid one. It was definitely dark, especially that part where he's playing the video. It starts off as, like, you think, you know, obviously you can tell by the way his facial hair and everything is. It's like, early on in the thing, he's talking about, like, don't worry, guys, I'm not going to kill myself. And if you're thinking about killing yourself and all this stuff, and then it pops to where he's sitting in front of, like, a projector and the video is playing and he's looking all scraggly and he's actually thinking about it. And you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, you're expecting him to, like, make a joke or something but he doesn't and you're like oh so that's where we're at (laughs) and this is like right at the intermission point yep (laughs) like again up until the intermission it is mostly just Bo Burnham straightforward humor especially the first three or so songs yeah like white woman's Instagram which even that had a very dark long segment (laughs) it did where one of the uh, people, like he started diving into like one of the actual posts with substance, like this woman talking about how her mom died and she misses her every day. Yeah, I'm like, <sighs> and this is in like the third song. Yeah, and there's like so he eases songs. you into what's about to happen, but if you're not paying attention to it, you'll get blindsided. Yeah, this is also very much a movie where. If you were not in the right state of mind before going in to watch it. But you always say that, but the reality is you cannot... There is no right state of mind to watch this film. There is okay, no right... the best possible state of mind? You can be depressed as fuck, and it will depress you more, or you can have the best day ever, and it's going to ruin it. 
There's no. Which is the better case scenario there? there well, there's no way. Uh, uh, it depends on how bipolar you are. If you have the really good day, hmm. there's no way to end this film feeling good, good at all. That's very true. Yeah. No way, shape, form, or fashion. But I think the uh, part that I liked the most was when he was. It's at the end. He finally gets outside. And then gets locked out. And gets locked out, and you realize that the light is actually coming from. It's an artificial light. And then he has this audience laughing at him the whole entire time because they think it's a joke. But really, it, it, it embodies when you're a creative person how. That's your identity. And you can go through some shit, especially if you're like a comedian. Everything you do is funny. It doesn't matter. And it's like your art and your creation becomes your identity. Like, people don't actually... They don't give a fuck who you are. They just want to see what you've done before and they want to keep on seeing that. And if you don't give them that, then you are useless, basically. At least that's what I got from it. There's one song in this in particular that I found strangely parallels Tick, Tick, Boom in a very straightforward way. Mm. The song 30. Oh, yeah. So, literally, the entire theme of the movie Tick, Tick, Boom is just this fear of when you turn 30, you lose that youthful excitement and... You've wasted your youth if you haven't done anything great by then. Yeah. And the song 30, it goes over like everything that his grandparents and parents did before him when he turned 30. Like when he, his granddad was 27, he fought in Vietnam. When he was 27, he built a birdhouse with his mom. Yeah. <laughs> Just comparing greatness between generations. Like what the hell am I doing? How could I ever live up to this impossible expectation that my ancestors have put before me. Yeah. Which, that's why I just say, fuck it. Times have changed. Back then, it's like, you know, going to Nam when you're in your 20s, a lot of those people didn't have a choice either. They just kind of got drafted. And they just had to do that shit. Which, with all respect, I appreciate everything that they did, but now, in the world that we're living in now... You know, the times are changing to where it's like if you're 27 and you're, I don't know, like you're not a social media influencer, then you're freaking out about what the hell are you doing with your life. And we're definitely a way more coddled fucking generation. But I feel like now in order to stand out, you have to really be prepared for the shit that you're going to have to go through. <laughs> Man, you really need to see the outtakes because he directly addresses that. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Me and Bo might get along. Oh, you probably would, because you're <laughs> basically the same age. Yeah, that's true. Man, but like... What would you rate it? Mm, I would rate it... Okay, what would you do differently first? What would I do differently? Shit. Because um, I feel like this is such a personal project that trying to rate it on that sort of scale is kind of impossible <laughs> the thing I would do differently I would have more of those moments where it's like he's getting ready to set up for the take that you're getting ready to see right like you know how he would have Certain things, especially at the end, you know, so he's more laying of those there. Little moments in between. Where it's real. I'm mean, not saying that the thing isn't real, but yeah, you actually just get to see it. it's not like an act. It's just him prepping for the act. Those kind of things. Okay, yeah. you really need to see the outtakes. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> just watch the outtakes. Okay. They're on yeah. YouTube. Okay. No, well, I mean, they're also on Netflix, too. Yeah. But like, uh, what would I rate it? I would. Oh, we have thirty seconds. Oh shit! I guess you'll have to wait. Yeah, pause that in moment. a second. Oh, okay. Woohoo! I don't know where that is. There it is. Now we're unpaused. Hey, technology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, I would rate it. I give it like a nine four. 
That's yeah. I give it a nine four because, and the only reason I give it a nine four is because I don't think anything can ever get a ten. Um, I'd be really shocked if there was one that did, but it's because of the fact that by the time you're done watching it, it forces you to realize so much about yourself as a creator <laughs> that it's depressing as shit. But it's 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 kind of like what we want to do with film. Yeah, people go and watch our shit, and they're like, "Oh, this is great." I don't want to kill myself. <laughs> Not saying that we want people to. God damn it! <laughs> damn it, Jordan! I know it's. <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but we want you to be faced. You you go to something to escape reality and and your own reality. Okay, cool. Your okay. your false sense of reality. But we're forcing you to face that. The shit. actual reality, right? Not the. Not the fake, fluffy, rainbow and unicorns reality you created as an escape from your own reality. Because that's what we do as people. We create reality, our own reality, to escape from what's actually going on. And then we go to films and TV shows to escape that makeshift reality that we've created. So, knowing that about people, when you go see our films, you're escaping your makeshift reality. And then, boom, reality just punches you right in the balls. We're forcing you to face your shit. Which is why a lot of our films that we do, people are like, it's a movie. In reality, they loved it. And it takes about two to three months after everyone's like, dude, that was fucking great. But not immediately. <laughs> In the theater, it's silent. Yeah. So what would you do differently and rate it? Before I get into my rating, I want to just... Let's do a little bit of story time with how this movie Ooh. affected me. Doom, 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 story time. So, in September of 2021, I was... Uh, yeah, already not doing great, but September 26th was one of the worst days of my life. So... Early in the morning, I woke up to my mom screaming because two of our dogs had gotten out of the gate. Oh, yeah, I remember you talking about that. And uh, so I went out to go look for them because it was early morning, and early morning around here, we live decently out in the country. There are packs of coyotes that yep. love to uh, have their own little territory in my backyard. And about five minutes after looking for them in the woods, I heard them get ripped to shreds. Damn. We found the body of Ruger, our little miniature schnauzer, and we never found anything of the other one, Holly. And after this, I was completely in shock. Like, I didn't know how to do anything at that point. I was completely numb trying to not feel this because as soon as it would hit me I knew I wouldn't be able to function for the rest of the day <laughs> so in order to get my mind off things I you know what I just put on my uniform and walked right into the pet store and worked a double because I didn't know what else to do at that point Oh, that's right. You're working at the pet store then. I honestly thought you were going to segue with that. With so I didn't know what else to do, so I decided to watch Bo Burnham's Inside, and I want to be like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> no, I had already watched it at this point. Oh, okay. Like the week before, mm. for the Ooh. first time. This was three months after it came out, for reference. And after I got out of the pet store, like everyone knew. I was not okay when I went in that morning. And so the entire day, they didn't put me on register. Did you have that passport look? Worse. Ooh. Like, I was this close to snapping. Like, not at anybody in particular, <laughs> just in general. Yeah. The entire day, they just had me on bag duty. Throwing up 60-pound bags on a ladder up onto wherever they would go in the store. And after 12 hours of this, I get a text from my friend Jared saying, Hey, we're having a bonfire over at uh, some farm nearby. Do you want to come? I was like, you know what? Yes. I, mm. Like, I, he knew what had happened. I texted him earlier saying, Hey, I'm not 
doing great, but I need the distraction right now. So right. on the way there, I was listening to Spotify, and then All Eyes on Me mm. started playing, mm. which is probably the worst possible song that could have started playing. Yeah, that's fair. No, under normal circumstances, this song is already depressing as shit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but as soon as like the harmonies started in this song, I just had a complete mental breakdown. <laughs> like I, at that point, I just couldn't do anything. Like I could barely see, which is probably the worst time. To have a mental breakdown because I was going 60 miles an hour on a dark country road at night. Yeah. On the way to a bonfire. So I just... I pulled off to the side of the road for 30-something minutes and just cried. Yeah. Like, it, at, at that point, what else are you supposed to do? Like, because if you if you know me... You know how much I care about my animals. Oh, yeah. Because, like, at that point, that's like losing a kid for me. Mm-hmm. I get that. And to have it happen in such a violent and sudden way, t- not just once, but twice yeah. in the day. Yeah, it's not good. It's just impossible to, like, try to explain that sort of thing to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you really can't. And I, but <laughs> the funny thing is, whenever we got to the bonfire, that's actually the day I met Sam. Oh, really? I met Sam on Jeez. the worst day of my life. Did you hear that, Sam? You're a constant reminder. <laughs> but that's the thing. As soon as we got back in the car, comedy came on the radio. Nice. And it instantly <laughs> cheered me up. Nice. Hell yeah. It... <laughs> and just that memory is just burned into my brain at this point. <laughs> like, somehow this special at the same time caused me to break down mentally and got me out of that. Mm. Yeah, I know. And, like, I can't give this anything less than a 10 out of 10. Mm. All right. I get that. The funny thing is, though, last year, on September 26th, the one-year anniversary... September's just a bad month for everyone. You got 9-11. You got... (laughs) Yeah, and, uh, yeah, so I was at work at UPS... All Eyes on Me comes on my Spotify again. Oh, Jesus. God damn it. Yep. So, relapse. Uh, this time, only a 30-minute panic attack. And then That's I, not bad. No, it was much better, much more manageable, but it still ruined my goddamn day because it was at 4 in the morning. Oh, yeah. Um, but Maybe on September 26th of next year. I'm not going to listen to any music. I wouldn't. <laughs> But that's when we'll plan on premiering The Shape 2. <laughs> and it's going to end with All Eyes on Me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I wasn't going to go down that route, but oh. I mean, we can do it. Actually, we can't because copyright and we're uh, poor. Yeah, we can't afford Bo. No, we can't. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I get that. And the thing is... That's not even the most raw version of that song. Mm. Because he pitch shifts his voice specifically because there is a version on YouTube where it is his natural voice and it is one of the most vulnerable songs I have ever heard. Damn. Like. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know, that's the thing with the good shit that you... Like... Objectively, I think this is better than Tick Tick Boom. Ooh. But on a personal level, I can see how because it's not a the dude who is portraying it is actually going through it, so it's not like a 
It's not like an. It, actor. It's a true story, but you're actually seeing the true story unfold because as you're watching it, and you don't know what's going to happen. You know, when he was filming it, he didn't know it was going to happen. Yeah. So you really need to watch the outtakes. God damn it! Really? <laughs> yes. But like. I still say the Tick Tick Boom is my favorite movie of 2021, but Inside connected with me on a on like a deeper personal level. Yeah, it's like you almost want to have people watch it. I do want to have people. No, no, no. I mean, but like Brian or Donnie or Adam, they wouldn't get it. I know, but just so you can be more mad at them than you are, <laughs> it like gives you a reason to. And like. You know what the funny thing is? I still listen to the soundtrack quite often. Except for All Eyes on Me? No, even... Oh, okay. okay. You figure if you play it every single day, then still when <laughs> September 26th happens, you're like, oh. what's am desensitized, yes. <laughs> That's how we get through life. We just become numb and go through the motions. But no, like I still really enjoy the music. Like, yeah, no, I mean, it's good music. Like, there's nothing about this that I would change. Mm. But seriously, watch the goddamn outtakes. I know, I'll have to. I guess on the next one I have to give a little bit of my insight on the outtakes. But, yeah, that's more real shit than I put into all of the other episodes combined, so you're lucky. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> I'm probably not getting anything like that anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, everything has its... Timing, I guess. So, I mean, yeah, you can go see it on Netflix if you want to. Uh, Make sure you're not getting ready to do something. Make sure you're getting ready to go to bed. Make sure you're getting ready to go to bed and uh, not high. Uh, Yeah, which drugs are bad. (laughs) Do not be high and watch this. Okay, I can see it being way worse. Especially not acid. Jesus. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. People have bad trips on that more than anything else. I'd uh, say so. This would cause a bad trip. I would say, yeah, definitely. I've never done acid. Neither have I. But But, uh, from what Zach tells me, yeah. That makes sense. He looks like an acid doer. (laughs) 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 Is that just an insult? Man, you look like you do acid. Uh, Yeah, I'm just saying. Show anyone a, a picture. God, I, I so want in the video version of the podcast for this whole thing to just be a picture of <laughs> Zach. <laughs> that way the audience can judge for themselves and be like, I see it. <laughs> I'm not going to throw Zach under the bus like oh, that. Oh my God, that would be fantastic. You know he'd love it. <laughs> He would, but... Yeah, I'd probably be like, yeah, yeah, man, everyone needs to ask at least, like, once or 15,000 times in their life. <laughs> no. <laughs> I need my brain. Yeah, exactly. But... <clears throat> yeah, overall, a good one to just randomly not pick out of a hat, but it's already in the hat, so, I mean, it still counts. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, check it out. It's a good one. Just make sure you're not, uh... About to eat a bullet. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, and that brings us to... Uh, we kind of segued into this already with our real shit, so... <laughs> it's been there for a bit, Jordan. I know. I know it has. So, yeah, mine's out of the way, so what's up, bitch? <laughs> yeah, so, let's see. Um, I started my new job at the Angry Mud Bug, mm. and... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, that'll never not be funny. No. No one's ever going to know where I work. Uh, What's a mud bug and why is it angry? And then once they find out where I actually work, they'll be like, that makes a lot of sense. How did I not fucking do that? They'll just compare you to how you dress. Yeah, that's fair. And um, so I I started that, which is cool. I went through training, um, which was something... (laughs) I guess you could say. It was so slow, I really couldn't do anything. And the funny thing was, like, with the exception of, like, I think maybe two of the four trainers that I had, I had told them before um, that, you know, I 
been serving for like 10 years of my life. And they're still telling me things like, you know, so when you go over to the table, like you say hi. And I'm like, Jesus fucking. Can you show me how your system works so I know where to put shit in, in the computer? <laughs> you know, stuff that isn't day one basic shit. Exactly. Like, I've served before. I know that much. I was even asking them some questions. It's like, why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we doing this? And it's like, oh, well, we don't really you know. What are you talking about? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and he used to turn around and said, uh, why aren't we flagging the table? And they're like, what? And I was like, flagging the table. I was like, what are you talking about? You put coasters or bevnaps down to signal to the other servers that it's been greeted. And they're like, huh, that's really smart. They didn't know Ev- No. <laughs> Bro. No. I know. But then <laughs> I did a skill out where I had to serve the manager uh, yesterday. What did they order? Just an appetizer. That's it? Yeah, because I guess he had shit he had to do. <laughs> when do you go in? Because I want some biscuits. I'm hungry. I go in at five. Damn it. Yeah. I want some biscuits. I go in at five. But, um, oh, anyway. Shit, we're keeping this ambiguous. Uh, butter rolls. Well, biscuits. I mean, fucking Cracker Barrel sells biscuits. Well, you already narrowed it out of Cracker Barrel. Could be Cracker Barrel. You don't know. Name the name the angry mud bug. Barrel. That's <laughs> being cracked. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. God damn it. Yep. Um. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I did that, and then they put me on the floor and was serving, and that was fun. It was a little chaotic at times, you know. It's just a lunch shift, but I don't know the menu. Well, I mean, I know them. Have a good idea of the menu, but still, kind of getting that down and everything else like that. And it's very cutthroat there too. Like I'm used to places where like you ring in salads like people we have a salad maker and then you just go grab your salad no you gotta make your salad you're in an appetizer you have fellow people that will actually be kind enough to run it for you nope <laughs> you gotta be on your shit on your shit so i was and it was good um yeah other than that like i guess like still don't have ac in the car which is fun but hopefully going to get that fixed here soon. Um, I haven't really had anything happen with the... Uh, because I haven't really seen anyone at the house that I live at. My two roommates, I've barely seen them. <laughs> so I haven't really had anything kind of good. I did have one in, one thing kind of go down, which really pissed me off. And... Uh, and so I... Uh, <laughs> Sit where I want to sit. But Damn you're it! Getting off the screen. Our cinematographer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it kind of put me in a mindset where, kind of like what I talked about a little bit, not last week, but the week before last, where it's like you know you have so much shit that you're stressing out about, you just have to pick one. And kind of focus on just doing that, and then whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I've kind of hit that point even more so now, but more regarding um, how other how I make other people feel. <laughs> I'm kind of at the point where I really don't give a shit about that. Like, I didn't really give a shit before. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I still, to a degree, did, but now it's like really on point to where it's like, you know, I, I'm not gonna try to avoid the conflict. I'm just going to be one that is going to stay in the room, and if it happens, it, bitch, it's your fault. <laughs> I'm not a very confrontational... I'm actually a very agreeable person. I hate conflict. Believe it or not, I hate conflict. I really do. But you're a magnet for it. <laughs> Only because I would rather just speak what, you know, I feel is true rather than deal with the repercussions of not doing that and letting other people control what I say or mean or anything else like that. Like, even when I do talk to people, like, I could take a, you know, a poll, and across the board, it would be unanimous that when you talk to me, you don't have to question 
what I'm thinking when I'm saying, like, what did he mean by that? No, I fucking told you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking told you. There's no gray area. There's no in-between-the-lines. No, it's very much explicit. Very explicit, to the point. Because, I mean, what the fuck, dude? I mean, why not? Everybody else is like, well, you know, like, what I meant by that was, it's so fucking stupid. It's like, why don't you say that? Just say what you mean. And that's what I'm doing, but more so now than ever. And that's exciting and very freeing, you know? At least for me, because I'm not... Having to live under the whole, I, I get a plan to do this and do this, and you know, I gotta make sure this person's in the right mood before I talk to him like this, because otherwise it's gonna, you know, fuck that, dude. Fuck that. I'm not living by your rules. I'm not living by any rules, really, which, except for my own. <laughs> trying to change those as I go, because some of them probably not worth living by. But you never know. But yeah, so it's just hitting a point where I'm going to be a lot more brutally uh, straightforward than I've ever been. And it's scary, because you don't know what that's going to turn into. I know the possible outcomes, and I'm mentally prepared for whatever happens. And that's so such a freeing thing, because then I can just say whatever I feel. And it's like, oh, you have a problem with it? <laughs> okay, cool. Well, good night. <laughs> you want to talk about this? Nope. Sure don't. Oh, I'm sorry. You, let me get this straight. I, I, this happens so many times. When the other person, so you talk to another person, and you express to them how you feel, right? And all they get out of it is that it pisses them off, and they feel offended. Fuck your offense. And then when they want a rebuttal, and you don't want to hear any of it, they get pissed off. Why would I give you the time of day to hear what you have to say when you didn't even hear what I was saying? I could say, you know what, the sky is blue. And you're over here pissed off because you think I, like, cursed your mom or something. Because your mind gets so fucking twisted, it's fucking retarded. So, yeah, no, I speak my piece. And if you're a person that I respect, then I'll hear you out. If you're not, then you can fuck off with the rest of them. And that's just how it's going to be. And I don't care. There's been a lot of shit that's been going on that's led me to that point. And the thing that's kind of pushed me to the point where I realized that where I disagree with other people and they say that's not the right mindset to have, okay, I'm looking on the exterior of my life and that's coming together. Okay, it can't do that unless the interior of your life is starting to move in the right direction. Then the exterior starts to collapse into place, right? That's just kind of how life works. So, yeah, if I'm on this path of just being me uh, forthrightly and unapologetically and you don't like it, then, again, fuck off. I don't care. I don't want to hear what you have to say. I really don't because, you know, I'm getting a new job. It's going to be very lucrative. i got a lot of things going for me, and everything's collectively coming together and kind of snowballing into this, this odd, chaotic path of success. Right? That I can't explain. It's not pretty. It's not straightforward, but it's there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, and, and, you know, for a lot of my life, I was, even though I, I am the type of person that doesn't give a fuck what other people think, I still did. And now I've officially definitely hit the point where I don't. And I haven't even really seen what that looks like to its fullest degree. I don't think anybody has. No. <laughs> No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. But at the end of the day, I can sleep at night, and which I am still sleeping on the floor. But I, 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 I not. I, it, it's it, dude. I'm telling you what, it's so great. I love it. I really do love it. Except for the cat still pissing on the mattress. But <laughs> that that she's such a bitch, dude. Oh my god, she redefines the word cunt. I don't know how, but she does it all the time. But it's such sound sleep. Like, I'm not having to wake up and reinflate all this stuff. And it's like, but I I'm, I don't care. Like, this is just part of my story. But I, <coughs> if it was hardwood floor again, I would be upset. But it's. It's carpet. Yeah. Under a, a deflated mattress. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
What if you did this? You took some cans of that expanding foam, put it inside the mattress. I can't afford that shit. <laughs> okay. Water. I, a water bed. That's at least I know where the holes are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> water is a lot easier to see than air. So, with that mindset, you are right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I thought about buying, you know, when I get to a point, buying a mattress. I think even when I get to the point where I can buy a mattress, I'm still going to have just the mattress on the floor. Cause, Who needs a box spring? Well, the thing is, too, is like, A, once I'm out of there, because this is the, the thing, too, that I have to realize. It's temporary. Everything's temporary in life. Nothing's going to last. Even the situation, everything you're going through in life, this, too, shall pass. Feeling great, this, too, shall pass. Feeling like shit, this, too, shall pass. Learn it, quote it, have that be your mantra, your meditational quote, whatever the fuck you want to do with it. It's the only thing that will constantly never change. And uh, it's the only thing that won't pass. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, well, why the fuck would I do that? Why would I invest my time, effort, and energy to make a temporary place, I guess, comfortable by other people's standards? And people hear that I sleep on the floor, I'm like, dude, really? I'm like, I mean, I don't give a fuck. I, I, I get to sleep. <laughs> you know? I'm fine with it. But, yeah. I don't know. I feel like the rest of this year, is, I just have this gut feeling that it's going to be a tyrannical wave of progression and then a shitload of shit falling away. And it's going to be a very... I feel like this is going to be a very transformational year, I guess you could say. I don't know. That's just what my gut's telling me. I think it would be transformative. Either way. Either way. It's a, and my life is going to be a Michael Bay film for the next year, okay? <laughs> Shaky. Yeah. Shaky and Shaky exposed. and explosive. <laughs> And who knows, Mark Wahlberg might just pop in. For some reason. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's been a lot. You know, I, I, uh, part of the reason, too, why I took off last week was not only because I was working, which I wasn't working that night. You bitch. Saturday. No, I wasn't. But with every... Yeah, you never got a chance to actually watch the movie. Well, that, um, but also with everything that went down... I wasn't, I knew I wasn't in the proper mindset for the real shit thing. <laughs> because if I had done the real shit, if I had been on that loan last week and gotten to the real shit, oh God, it would have been not fun for the listeners. Would have been rough. It would have. What's happening? Are you going to hit the pause button? We're blinking. We're blinking. Alright, so this is the part where we pick a movie you have a hat to review. It is. And since you forgot the hat last time, I'm going to do this. Alright. So what do we got? Come on, we got a hat. We got movies in it. That's the first. For all the uh, Spotify listeners that are listening to this in the year 2026, because that's when we finally got it uploaded to Spotify. (laughs) Yellow one? That's one of mine. It is. All right. So what do we got? Hmm. You're going to love this one. Okay. Fucking hell, you're going to love this one. I'm going to love this one. I have a feeling that you've seen it. I know I saw it. It came out in 2002. Steve Irwin's Collision Course. Crocodile Hunter. The Crocodile Hunter. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to have a lot of snakes on next week's episode. Oh, Not yeah. Not just for the last section. For the entire one, then. It's the only movie they did, and it was so... I saw it in theaters, like, three or four times. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think I was, like, a year old when it came out, then. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, the, uh... This movie. <laughs> yeah, that, that next week's podcast is going to be a whole bunch of stuff with that one. Jesus that Christ. Is. 
You're gonna have to cover the the topic of where we we're were. gonna have to cover. Have to cover. Yep. You know where oh, we don't you know where, <laughs> where we were whenever we found out that you know he well you probably didn't even no I know oh yeah now all that happened spoiler alert um which if that spoils anything for you then... September sixth two thousand six yep God September. <laughs> Told you, bad month for everyone. Jesus Christ, yeah. Uh, That's why Green Day had that song. Wake me up when September ends. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching and turning tuning in. If it's on Spotify, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And check out uh, the shape and all the other stuff. SYP. Well, if you're watching this on YouTube, then fuck off. You already know where to go. Anyway, I guess this is going to do it. So we'll see you. Bye. I got to go to work and. I got to get some food. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Okay, bye. Yeep. Oh, my leg. I'm so fucking old.